From the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, welcome to this special edition of the What is Truth Catholic podcast for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, 2021. My name is Deacon Steve, and I'm a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. This weekend, we celebrate a true mystery of the Church, one God in three persons. We all know as monotheistic worshipers, we believe in one God, that, you know, there's God. But in our church, we know that God has three persons that are part of his one Godhead. God the Father, the Creator, God the Son, Jesus Christ, the Mediator who died for our sins, God the Holy Spirit, the Sanctifier, who came into the world to set us on fire and help us to live in love, the call of God the Father and God the Son. One God, three persons. Now, if you're hearing my voice and you say, well, I understand the Trinity, this is simple, (laughs) maybe you can explain it to me. I can't explain why there's one God and three persons, but I truly believe, truly believe, that that is indeed, without a doubt, the truth. We don't always have to understand something to know it's true. And the Trinity is one of those things. But you see, as we'll talk about in the homily, the Trinity is more than one God, three persons. It's a relationship. And it will be reminded to us as we celebrate this great solemnity that we are called to be in a relationship with God in all three persons. We'll talk more about that shortly. So let us, brothers and sisters, contemplate on this incredible gift that God has given us in his revelation, that we see God the Father who loves us, who made us, who made the world, God the Son dying for all our sins, and God the Holy Spirit, bringing the flame and the passion of the Lord, helping us each day to live the faith in the world. Truly, the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. Homily of the Week Today's homily is based on the readings for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity as we contemplate one God in three persons. A bishop was visiting a classroom of a Catholic school, and when he was in among the first graders, he asked the students, so tell me, what is the Trinity? A little girl named Sheila was sitting in the front row, so he went up to her and said, young lady, what is the Trinity? She kind of mumbled something and said, well, and the bishop didn't understand what she was mumbling. So he said, what, what is the Trinity? And the little girl, very sheepishly and with her eyes to the floor said, I don't know. Teacher says it's a mystery. In our first reading for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, we hear from the book of Deuteronomy. We're back to the time of Moses, and we hear 
the words say that we must fix in our hearts that the Lord indeed is God, this God who gives us his commandments and asks us to obey them. In our second reading from St. Paul to the Romans, we hear that we are not slaves, that we are to call God Abba, Father, that we are adopted children of God. And then in the Gospel of St. Matthew, we hear Jesus approaching them as he tells them to go make disciples in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They worship, but they doubt. My brothers and sisters, we are called to contemplate this weekend something that's not easy, at least cognitively, to understand. But we can try to make it at least something that we can live. You see, God the Father, the Creator, God the Son, who died for our sins, God the Holy Spirit, who came into the world to, to help us live our faith in the world by being filled with that Spirit. All are part of one God. But it's even more than that. The love between God the Father and God the Son, sort of the product, in quotes, of that love is the Holy Spirit which came into the world at Pentecost, which we celebrated last week. So the love between God the Father and the Son is manifested in the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. So I think a question we can ask ourselves is, are we in touch with the love that God pours out to us through the Father, the Son, and the Spirit? Often we're like Jesus said in the gospel. We worship, but we doubt. We don't live the love of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, because we doubt. We doubt the existence of God. If we don't doubt the existence of God, we doubt that God is actually active in our lives. There are many people, I don't know if any of you are listening, who believe in God but see God as sort of this distant being that's not actively involved in the day-to-day of our lives. Not true, but we believe that because we're not in touch with the Holy Spirit and God the Father and the Son. We worship, but we doubt. We also don't experience the Trinity because we don't keep God's commandments, something that we're quite clearly told we must do if we are to live in God, in God, the Trinity, right? God, obey him, keep his commandments. We want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And when we live our lives this way, we are not living in and with and through the most holy Trinity that we are called to live in, live with, and live by. Very important propositions here. So how do we how do we do that? Well, first we must recognize the role of God the Father. He is our creator. We did not create ourselves. So we owe him. We are not God. He is. And we must, if we are to live in Trinitarian love, recognize that God is the creator of everything. And in our case, us. So it's not simply our life, our choice, our whatever we're doing. 
It's God, you created me. What do you want me to do? That's point one. Point two, God the Son. Christ came to forgive and to offer us mercy and forgiveness for our sins. Do we ask for it? Do we even have a sense of our own sinfulness? If we really want to receive the forgiveness of God, the Son that Christ brings, we must be aware of our own sinfulness. So to live in, the, in God, in Trinitarian love, we simply need to ask the Lord, help me to see my sins. Help me to recognize where I have failed on a given day. I highly, highly, highly recommend, if you're not doing it, that you do the Ignatian examine, the examination of conscience each day. It's pretty simple. There are many different kinds of you know, structures for it, but it's sort of review your day, look for God's blessings in the day, go through it hour by hour to see where God was present in your life, see where we didn't live up to the call of being a disciple, where we may have been impatient or unkind, ask God's forgiveness for those moments where we have failed, and then prepare ourselves for the next day. If we live in an examination of conscience, if we live truly in looking at our lives and seeing God present in our lives, we will be able to receive that gift of love and mercy from God the Son, Jesus Christ. And as far as the Holy Spirit goes, we are to listen, to be docile to that Holy Spirit to be open to the promptings of the Spirit. Sometimes it's just a gut reaction or thought. Maybe I should call this person today. Maybe I should say this to this. Whatever. The Holy Spirit works in the here and now in our lives. It empowers us. It inflames us. It can guide us if we're open to it. So how do we do that? It's pretty simple. Come Holy Spirit, ask for the Spirit to be present in our lives. If we're faced with something we don't know what to do, Holy Spirit, what should I do? If we're in a position where we need to speak about something, Spirit, Holy Spirit, please give me the words of what you want me to say. If we live this way, obey God's commandments, be open to the mercy of the Lord, we are then living in the most holy trinity, so that we can live with the trinity in our day-to-day world. My brothers and sisters, you know, it's easy to ignore what we don't understand, but we are called as dedicated Catholic Christians to go beyond what we know, to go with what we believe. And we believe that we were created by God, who is our Father. We believe that God sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, into the world to free us from sin. And we believe that He sent His Spirit upon us so that we can live our faith in the love of Christ and the Father in the world each day. May we pray for the grace to live in the Most Holy Trinity so that we can be each day the disciples that we are called to be.
And now let us listen to Jess Aldridge, who sings Jesus, Our Triumphant Head. Oh 
Well, we've come to the end of this special edition for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, 2021. My brothers and sisters, living a life of faith is not easy. But what we can take to heart, what we never have to despair about, is we're not alone here. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit is with us if we open our hearts, open our minds, be willing to obey God's commandments, to do his will, and to love him above all else. Let us pray by the grace of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that we will be able to do just that. Let us pray. God, help us to know the truth, the truth you call us all to live. Help us to live in this truth so that we can be as you created us to be, truly free. And let us ask our Lady's help in this journey. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, at the hour of our death. Amen. Until next time, God willing, this is Deacon Steve. I invite you to join me as we discover together what is truth.